Hello folks, this is Jason here, and thanks for tuning in to the Santa Banter Podcast. A quick message before we start the episode. The last thing we want is to ruin the Christmas magic for any children out there. We will be discussing some of the behind-the-scenes aspects of the Christmas season, so it may not be best for little ears to hear. Parents, we do encourage you to listen though. You might learn a tip or two about making the most wonderful time of year a little more magical. Anyway, on with the episode. And welcome welcome to to Santa Banter. Banter podcast for those who love to get dressed up in the big red suit. Hi, my name's Santa Jason. <laughs> and I am Santa Dave. And this is episode four, Toys R Us. Uh, welcome Santa Dave with your red, blue and gold scarf, mate. That's a very dashing, what looks like a yes. Gold Coast Suns scarf on your fine self. It is, it is a Gold Coast Suns scarf. I mean, uh, what, a, what a season we're having, you know, I just can't help but wearing... <laughs> This around at the moment, uh, you know, I've been waiting for a year like this. I thought last year maybe that was it, but this year, you know, we're doing pretty well. Top, we were in like third or second in the ladder a couple of weeks ago. I know we're we're sitting at like sixth at the moment, but um, yeah, I what a season! And you're you're a Carlton fan, is that right? How are you how are you guys going this season? Well, this is going to date the podcast. We recorded this a couple of weeks from when you heard it, but. Uh, we lost to Port Adelaide on Sunday and my girlfriend's a Port Adelaide supporter. So it was very heartbreaking going down by a goal after the siren. But overall, I'm much like you, Dave. It's really nice for my team, for your team, that have been at the bottom the last few years is to not be the worst teams in the competition and be sort of doing okay and some good players coming out. So that's a big relief off my shoulders. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've copped. I've been a Gold Coast Suns fan for like five years now. I'm just sick of copping flack all the time, uh, so I'm I'm glad that I get to wear my scarf proudly and not ingest this year. It's good. <laughs> and I haven't met too many uh, actual Gold Coast Suns supporters, so I'm really glad that uh, you know at least no one. And uh, if we ever want to pivot the Santa podcast into a football podcast, we're off to a off to a great start. Yeah, yeah, I definitely have an interesting perspective. <laughs> Now, the best present we could get would be our respective teams winning a premiership, I think, at the moment, Dave. Gold Coast has never won one and Carlton hasn't won one since 95. Uh, So it's been a long drought for both of us. But we're actually going to be talking about presents today. And uh, we're going to start, Dave. What's As a kid, what was one of the best presents you got from your parents? Uh, Sorry, from Santa. (laughs) Yes, from Santa. Yeah, look, I guess... All presents were, were good presents. I loved getting presents. You know, that was the best thing about Christmas. Um, and a couple off the top of my head. P.S. Uh, when I got my first PlayStation 2. Um, oh, mate. Oh, what a, what a year. You, you know, that was great. You would have been a hero. Oh, it was, um, thank, thank, you know, thankfully Santa had some sense. Because my parents all year were like, no, you're not getting a PlayStation. You're not getting video <laughs> games. Um, I had to steal someone's <laughs> PlayStation off them and, like, borrow it for a year. But, like, no, like... Thankfully, Santa had the right idea and got me a PlayStation 2. And not even, like, the standard PlayStation 2, but, like, the limited edition silver version. So, yeah, I was, <laughs> wow. I was stoked. But um, going back, like, a long time, uh, I remember when I was like, probably, like, four, four or five years old, right? And do you remember Blue, like, the boy band Blue? 
I, I definitely do, and I would sing some of it, but I don't want to uh, show my appreciation for late 90s, early 2000s pop music that much. So maybe I'll put <laughs> right, some at the end of the podcast if you want to really hear me sing my version of that song. Yeah, look, no, fair enough, fair enough. But um, I was... I was really into boy bands as a four or five year old. Like I was like, oh, that's where I'll, what I want to be when I'm older, right? Is like this this pop singer, famous you know, musician, right? Rock star. There's still and, time, um, Dave. There's still time. Oh, I reckon. I reckon. I reckon. You know, give me give me a couple of years, and I'll be on on the stage. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, if only I had talent. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So so anyway, I really wanted this this blue CD. They just released an album, and it was going to be my first album. I was so excited. Um, you know, to listen to it all the time. And I, I kind of thought maybe Santa would get it for me because my parents had like said that, oh, they've put it in a special request. Um, mm. Anyway, on the day, um, I was opening up all my presents and I guess like well, the way my parents used to do it is they used to say, these are the presents from Santa. These are the presents from us. Uh, these, you know, these are the ones from your grand, you, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And um, so... Santa's presents would always be hidden around the house, right? Because that was Santa was a clever guy. He would hide all the presents. Um, made Christmas morning so much more fun. Um, but but mum and dad's presents, they were always, you know, they're, they're by the fireplace. So uh, I would go open up mum and dad's presents. And I was so excited when I saw an album. I was like, okay, mum and dad Ooh. have got it for me. That's why, like. You got it. That's why I felt, like, really confident that I was going to get it. I was like, yes, I've got it. Opened it up. It was a pink album. And <laughs> That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, like look, I I love pink. She's great. Um, but I was pretty disappointed. But you know what? Santa did actually get me blue when I opened up his presents a couple of years, like a couple of hours later. So yeah. Amazing. <laughs> parents loved, my parents love to have a joke. Yeah, they love to have a joke with me. It was um yeah, it was, but you know, I can't wait to be that parent, you know, that gets yep. to have that bit of fun. So thanks, mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried that I'm going to be a really, not a mean parent, but one that will take the jokes further than what the kid can comprehend. You know, like if I was to do that joke to my girlfriend, then like she would be annoyed, but it would be funny. Whereas you do it to like yeah. a six year old, might mess them up a little bit if you take the jokes too far. It could be yeah, a fine line, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. There's a fine line. What about you? What's what's the what's the best present you got as a kid? Uh there's one that comes to mind. I was actually an adult. I probably would have been late twenties, early thirties. Um mm-hmm. and I asked my parents for a set of scales for Christmas. You know, you kind of don't really you just want more practical things. This would have yeah. been like, you know, October or something and we're all, we do a one present um Chris Kringle amongst our family. Yeah. It's about a hundred dollars. We all pick a name in about October and then um, we get one good present rather than everyone kind of having to buy lots of smaller presents and and whatnot. And I remember saying to my mum and my sister who was divvying out the names, I really want a good set of scales because I've got a couple of average ones and I'm trying to like lose a bit of weight and and be be healthy. And that was that, forgot about it. And Christmas morning I open up a box and there was a set of scales in it and I was – felt rather offended. I'm like, why did I get scales? What are you trying to say to me? Completely forgetting that two months earlier I'd asked for them. 
And it wasn't until mm. my sister said, do you remember that you said to me and mum that you wanted some scales for Christmas? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did ask that. I don't feel so bad about <laughs> asking oh, for it, uh, getting would, that as a present. You would yeah. get offended. Like if I was to yeah. open up scales, I'd be like, what? What are they trying to say to me? You know, but um, yeah. you asked for it. So. <laughs> I asked for it. And it was great. And I've still got them now and they're doing their part. Um, but. My gosh, didn't I uh, have a moment of feeling really dejected opening <laughs> that? And there was something else that went with it. It might have been a voucher for something. I think it was a, a scales and a voucher, but I was like, this is a, this is a very good presence, but I asked for it and, uh, you know, Santa delivered. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so- we're speaking about toys today. I mean, like we've already shared some of our favourite, like, you know, gifts. Um, but I thought, you know, we thought maybe it would be a good uh, discussion point to talk about some of those more, more popular gifts that we get asked uh, when we are in the, in, you know, the big red suit um, mm. and have a bit of a discussion on that. So, yeah, we've got quite a few different categories here. I know um, when I've spoken to other Santas, they always say that getting to know the toys is the, the most important part. In fact, the first thing I ever got uh, given when I was doing the Santa thing uh, it wasn't the red suit. It wasn't, you know, like a how to be a Santa guide. It was the big W catalog, uh, Christmas Perfect. catalog. Um, so one of the other Santas gave me that. And, uh, you know, what a what a cool, what a what a good way to get, you know, into that season is to look at what, what's going to be popular this year. Because uh, the, the shopping catalogs always kind of give you a kind of hint towards yeah. what will be popular. So, um, but there's also the classics, you know, there's ones yep. where you can't go wrong. So, uh, what are some of the common ones? Those ones that you know, those perennial favorites that you always get asked for, Jason. It's it really surprised me actually when I first started doing Santa as to how much of the stuff is things that I would have wanted as a kid, and how much then my parents would have asked for. And as we this list, the perennial favorites has all the stuff that you would expect. And when you hear it as a Santa, you go, "Oh, yep, great." Kids are still into that. Kids will probably always be into it. Change slightly. So things like your sports teams, you know, like Dave might you might ask for a Gold Coast Suns Matt Rowell jersey this oh, yeah. year, or a kid might a kid might want a, a basketball or favorite cricket player, or whatever rugby or or whatever their sport is, um, basketball. Um, they're always safe bets um, as long as there's things that kids and, and parents can follow together. Um, probably the next two biggest perennial favorites are Lego and Barbie dolls because they constantly every year get revamped, redeveloped. They get linked in with different TV and movies. We'll talk about yeah. that a little bit later, but um, they're a great one because every Santa, whether as a child themselves or with their children or with grandchildren, everyone plays with Lego. Everyone plays yeah. with a Barbie doll. Um, things like fire trucks, trucks. Um, you know, toy toy motorbikes, toy motorbikes, toy cars, the the ones you can roll back and move. Even as an adult, when I'm playing with my nephews, is still enjoy passing the time that way. <laughs> uh, any other things like uh, your tools and your tool belts for for some kids who want to do what dad does, or kitchens, dollhouse type thing who want to do yeah, more dress up and pretendy things. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bikes. Again, perennial favourite. Oh, a the, bike uh, standard. I think everyone, everyone's been given a bike by Santa at some point. 
got a yellow BMX with yellow plastic spokes. I remember that very clearly. I felt very yeah. cool riding up and down our hill. Yeah, I got I got a green machine from Santa once. I think uh, that, that was the, the year. Was... Is that the one that's got the the tricycle, the green machine? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it. Dave, <laughs> mate, you're you're living large with that present. I wasn't the only one in the village that got one that year either, though. So I think uh, there was something going around. The parents were maybe. Oh, sorry, Santa was having a had a, felt the vibe that everyone wanted a green machine that year. <laughs> it's so funny to hear you say village because it sounds very Santa-y when you say, "Oh." You know, everyone in the village got it, whereas, yeah, oh, everyone in the suburbs got it. <laughs> it's kind it is, of it's so, nice. It is. It's really different, isn't it? Yeah. Is it, it, I guess, like, that kind of uh, talking about Christmas in England is, is very different to Australia, isn't it? It's, um, mm. yeah, when I can say, you know, in the village, it's very communal, like, community feeling, <laughs> like, by the fireplace in the snow. You talk about oh. in Australia, it's like, yeah, like, in the hot <laughs> summer with the barbecue on, you know? <laughs> I think down the track we just do a, f- a food and Christmas episode just to oh. indulge ourselves. Oh, maybe, maybe like maybe us when tasting we, things. Oh, <laughs> when we can actually meet in person again, um, we will sit down with for Christmas feast and record yeah. an episode over a Christmas feast. But oh, yeah, uh, and we can go we'll go to- through some try and get some like Christmas like cultural foods from like other you know countries oh. like. Or wait until you've had a Yorkshire pudding. Like, I don't know if you've ever had one before, <laughs> but Yorkshire puddings are the, the, the best thing about Christmas dinner or roast dinner for me. So, um, oh, yeah. I've got dinner in the oven at the moment. so I can smell it while we're talking about it. So let's uh, <laughs> move off that one. Uh, yes, yeah, come back to the favorite. toys. <laughs> let's go back to the toys. Uh, other really popular ones, which, again, always popular. Dinosaurs are always popular. Uh, Play-Doh is always popular. Remote controls always popular. Clothes and shoes are always popular. Those yeah. things that are always kids will always ask for, and they'll vary each year. So it's worth looking at. You know, there might be a new Jurassic Park movie coming out, or there might be a new um, remote control car linked to something like Transformers, which is another one that's always popular. Yeah, I mean, um, thinking about Star Wars when the last Star Wars movie came out, even we've had a couple of Star Wars movies since we've been Santas and. Like mm. Star Wars Lego was a huge thing and like, you know, uh, yeah, there's always Star Wars things. And I reckon this yep. year there'll be some Baby Yodas requested as well because I think this is the first Christmas mm. that we can do Baby Yodas. I don't think they were for sale last year, the uh, Baby Yoda toys. So that's oh, going to be that's popular. right because it came out Boxing Day, I think. It came out. I don't know when it came out, like, but they definitely kept, uh, they didn't start to develop the toys uh, because they didn't want spoilers going out about Baby Yoda. So um, they, they, uh. what a thing for Disney to do because they are very toy driven. Uh, they actually didn't develop the Baby Yoda toys and missed the Christmas season on purpose to make sure that they didn't have spoilers. So um, wow. I think this year we'll see heaps of Baby Yoda toys uh, yep. requests, I think. That's a, that's a really good one. And just yeah. general stuffed dolls. That's That goes in hand in hand with that is... You know, whatever whatever kids are into at that point, um, and as we get into the TV shows and um, mm. technology and, and games and things that come out of that, all of those have variations in that favourites. But it's always good to know the, the standard stuff. And as a Santa, you'll hear those things over and over again, and you can kind of start to pick up on which variations of of those. But then you get yeah. to the new favourites, the ones that might have come up in the last two or three years yeah. that you may never have heard of if you haven't spent a lot of time with, with kids of a certain age. Yeah, if um, you were if 
did some of these surprise you, Dave? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you if you were being a Santa for the first year, um, I remember like when I did my first set, I had no idea what LOL dolls were, right? Mm. Um, that's even after looking through the catalogs. Like I still, I thought maybe I breezed through them in the catalogs and, uh, you know, whatever. But I remember that first year, it was what, 2015 or whatever. LOL dolls were so popular and every second request was LOL dolls and I had no clue. And the other one was Hatchimals <laughs> too. Um, I figured out yeah. pretty quickly that I had to go and learn some of the Hatchimals names because the kids would request them and sometimes, you know, it's hard to hear exactly what they're requesting. So I wanted to make sure, you know, if they asked for yep. the penguin, I wanted to know his name or, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, Can yeah, you give Hatchimals- a bit of a rundown on what LOLs and Hatchimals are for those who may not be across it? Yeah, look, so LOLs are, uh, well, Hatchimals certainly are dolls, like, they're, sorry, they're toys that come out in eggs, okay? So um, they even have ones, if people remember Furbies, they like, they oh, sometimes yeah. have those, uh, they're really expensive ones, but they, they pop out and they have, like, personalities, like Furbies, um, and they're animated. Some of them aren't, the cheaper ones aren't, um, but they all have different personalities, different names, like, uh, mm. that's what they're supposed to be, anyway, so... Um, I think it's the same with LOL dolls. I've always kind of just winged it a little bit with LOL dolls. Um, but so, cause, cause I think LOL dolls are often, um, I could get away with kind of pretending to know what I was yep. talking about. Uh, but <laughs> certainly Hatchimals, like kids request specific Hatchimals. Um, so yeah. it's good to know, uh, certain, you know, what each version of a Hatchimal is and that kind of thing. And there's a lot of LOLs that are surprises that you open up. And they actually don't know what's in it until you open it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which is a, which is probably part of the excitement of getting it and seeing what's inside. Yeah, that's it. Getting them onto gambling real early. <laughs> another thing that's similar to that, <laughs> which we'll talk more about in technology. Um, another popular one is a Fortnite loot pinata. Now, those are three words that you might understand on their own. <laughs> But when you put a Fortnite loot pinata, um, personally, me when I when the lockdown happened, I started playing Fortnite. It's a video game on computer, PlayStation, um, you know, Xbox, all of those things. Mm. It's basically like a um, cartoony game where you have a hundred people and everyone um, it's the last man standing, and you get these pinatas which are in the shape of a llama, and um, in the game, and so you can actually buy those with different toys and stuff in them. So that's another variation of the surprise toy that you crack open to see what you get. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Fortnite, like, yeah, when that was, like, it's obviously still popular, but uh, mm. I remember a couple of years ago, like, whoa, um, it's sometimes good for Santa's to learn some of those Fortnite dances. I don't know if you've managed <laughs> to learn in any of them, but sometimes you get that request, you know, oh, Santa, can you do... You do this dance, and so Fortnite dances are the um, yeah. There's a couple there you can probably learn online, but they everyone knows what they are. Um, all the kids know what they are if you do them. Uh, so that's yep. always a good one. And uh, I think one of the popular uh, things that Santas will get requests for this year, and certainly I got a couple last year, is can you do a TikTok dance? Um, and so I think well, we need to talk about TikTok a little bit more because that's blown yeah. up over the past year, but. Um, certainly like, yeah, getting to know those dances. So from Fortnite and some TikTok dances, you'll be a very popular Santa, I think. TikTok dance is a bit of a hard one because there's so many variations and so many different ones. Don't, don't be afraid if you say, oh, Santa's a little bit too busy to check out all the things on TikTok, but, um, 
They could always teach you one. If you've got a little bit of time and no kids around, they could always get them to teach you one as well. It's a bit of fun. What we might do is we might do a video of us doing a TikTok dance. Maybe, Dave, <laughs> if you can get, uh, you know, your students at school to teach you one of the classics that we can post on the on the Facebook page when uh, when the episode comes out. Yeah, sounds like a plan. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, a couple other favourites that you're likely to hear, um, Nerf guns, which, again, there's so many variations of Nerf guns, but always a popular one. And a popular one that parents will often say, no, you're not getting a Nerf gun because some parents, like you were telling mm. about your uh, cap gun story last week. Um, yeah. Parents with little children may not want, you know, rubber darts flying around their house. Yeah, and look, when I get asked for for Nerf guns, I have a little story that I tell because I know that parents will probably not be keen on it and sometimes I hear the kids like say Nerf guns and I look at the parents' face and you can see that they're not too keen on it. Um, I always say, you know, oh, look, I'll have to see if there's any left in the North Pole because... The elves have been playing with them again this year. They've been um, playing around the, you know, the warehouse, the the, the um, work place and the warehouse, and there's Nerf darts everywhere. So I'll see, I'll see if they can find oh. any. But I, I'm afraid maybe, just maybe, you know, maybe the elves have um, used them all this year. But that's, I'll have a look for you. You know, that's a that's a, a, a safe story to kind of <laughs> great way to handball it off to, yeah, you know, handball the responsibility off. Yeah, that's it. The the other one which um particularly for older children is super popular and it might even be popular amongst um you know people of sort of teenagers and and early 20s as well. If you're looking for someone for a nephew, for grandkid, for someone uh Funko Pops. Funko Pops are always massive. Always I don't know a, what Funko Pops are. What are, what are they? Funko Pops are about a how many I'm um, Showing Dave on the on the camera. It's about a four inch high um, rubber figurine. So right. if you think of like the old school toy figurines, um, they're like a cartoony head. But you find them in just yes. about every TV show, movie, your sports ones. There's um, yeah. What other ones have I seen? Ones for different um, video games. Ones for real people. Um, yeah, I, I, I do know what you're talking unlimited. about now. Yeah, there's mm. a, they, they sell them in like EB game, like some of those game shops and um, yeah, I've, I have seen those around, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're quite popular, particularly among, you know, it, it really spans age groups because if you've got a, a kid who's into, say, Minecraft, which is one that we'll talk about in a little bit, another mm. super popular video game, there's a whole lot of Minecraft characters. But then if you're a fan of a TV show like The Walking Dead or Breaking Bad or um, a movie like a horror movie or an action movie. There's like Tom Cruise or John Wick. Um, yeah. There's a whole different variety of them. So um, that's that's yeah. one to keep in mind if they ask for Funko Pops, which at first when they came out, I was very confused on why people would want to collect these four-inch tall rubber vinyl pops, but... The more you see them, they're just a collector's dream. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I can, I can imagine, I can imagine having a full cabinet of them now that I, now that I know what they are. Um, there's also like, uh, you know, speaking of new favorites, there's those ones that are like reoccurring over the uh, generations. Um, I, I mean, in the last couple of years, I've seen a, like a resurgence of Beyblades, um, and 
Yeah. It's funny because when I was a kid, Beyblades was what I wanted and they kind of died off because I remember like, uh, I remember Beyblades was really popular for a couple of years when I was a kid and then we got told that we couldn't bring them to school anymore because they started getting dangerous. People started making their own adjustments and modifications to them oh, and like no. adding, yeah, literally adding like blades to them, like literal real blades and um, no. so they got banned across schools and um, all sorts. So this is a, a long time, like, you know, we're talking 17, 18 years ago. And um, mm. certainly, certainly now though they're they're coming back and they're popular. But uh, I thought I was really clever when I heard a kid ask for for a Beyblade. The first couple of kids that came through and asked for them, uh, I thought I was really clever because I was like, "Oh, you mean the Beyblades that you know you say three, two, one, rip, uh, let it rip," and yeah, and and they kind of gave me a blank face because that was what the TV show was back in the day, right? You would go three, two, one, let it rip, and um, apparently, yeah, or maybe right. they don't do that anymore because I got some blank faces and kids had no clue what I was talking oh. about. So I thought I was being clever uh, <laughs> talking about it. Turns out, no, no, kids, uh, the show's moved on. The the, the the toy has moved on, apparently. So <laughs> Beyblades were just a little bit past when I was at that age. Like Pokemon was still massive. Yes. And again, Pokemon pops up every every year or every second year. You know, there was the video game. Uh, on mobile Pokemon Go a couple of years ago, and there's been some new games released. So similar to Beyblades, it's one of those ones that every couple of years uh, gets re-released or reintroduced into kids and you'll get another resurgence. So like you said, Dave, having that knowledge from a couple of years ago will mm. benefit next time it comes back around in a year, two years, three years' time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The um, That's... That's well. We'll move into that next. I think like Beyblades, Pokemon, some TV shows and movies that are really popular, and some of these you'll recognise from the last couple of years. And uh, as we get closer to Christmas, and they release some more, um, mo- well, movies are a bit tricky this year because obviously not being able to go to cinemas, so things going straight to Netflix and to various streaming things. But yeah. TV shows. Um, what are some of the TV shows and movies, Dave, that are perennial favourites and, and ones that are at the moment that all sorts of variations merch of all calibres that uh, that you've come across yeah, in the last sure. couple of years and, and coming up this year, you reckon? Yeah, well, there's always a Marvel movie coming out, isn't there? There's always like Avengers or a superhero um, film coming out. It, you know, even this year when it's been this kind of year, um, Marvel are still going heavy on the Disney Plus platform and releasing like, you know, superhero TV shows and all sorts. I think like Avengers and, and superheroes, you got to be all over them because they are, mm. like, they're you know, you know, kids come through of all ages really, um, and being able to identify, so they're often wearing like t-shirts with you know Spider-Man or something like that as well. Yeah, you know, it helps you have that discussion if you if you get your head around, you know, some of those superheroes. Uh, another one is Harry Potter, and um, yep. and you know that's a great one because you can always ask them what house they're in as well. Um, depending on their age, but some of those older kids, they all identify with a house, you know, and I've, um, I sometimes like to tell the story that, you know, I once, you know, put the sorting hat on and uh, it depends, obviously this is to kids, we're not talking like five-year-olds here, but we're we're talking like, you know, those 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds that may still believe in Santa and um, yeah, you know, oh, Santa put the the sorting hat on once and um, what a confusing time, you know, couldn't couldn't tell if I was Gryffindor (laughs) or Hufflepuff. You know, um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. It just gives them a bit of a bit of a laugh and blows the mind a little bit when you say you put the sorting hat on. Um, 
Yeah, what what are some others, Jason, that you you come across quite often? We we mentioned uh, Star Wars before. That's one yes. that I'm I'm into a little more. Harry Potter. I missed Harry Potter. It was I was just a little bit older than when that happened, and that genre of writing doesn't really. Obviously, now I'm mid thirties, and it's kind of um, doesn't really capture my attention. But then things uh, like. Like Toy Story, my girlfriend and I watched that when we went away a couple of weeks ago. Um, we watched Toy Story 4 and had a bit of a cry. Um, watched Toy Story 3 and had a bit of a cry, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's one of those shows, particularly the first one, where the characters keep – every parent now will show their kids once they get to a certain age Toy Story and then they fall in love with Buzz and Woody and Bo Peep and the rest of yeah. the characters. And because those toys are so – similar to what they have at home already. There's that imagination that just, even as an adult, uh, in the latest Toy Story, they go into an antique store and then characters in the antique store come to life, which is a little bit more leans towards the adult because me personally, I love going through junk stores and antique stores and finding like a really interesting badge or an interesting item and it kind of plays on the child, uh, the childhood side of things. And I actually find it interesting that Toy Story hasn't done a Christmas-themed episode. Like, I don't think that there's – that would almost yeah. be a great Toy Story 5 where there's, like, a Santa involved in the in the story. Yeah, interesting. Uh, you know, uh, th- there's not really too many animations have have done the Christmas thing. I mean – the one that comes to mind is a, a very Shrek Christmas, I think it was called, and that was terrible. So maybe that's why. Maybe <laughs> they've, maybe they've uh, learnt, learnt their lesson. I know that was a different um, company, but, yeah, still. Yeah. yeah. you got the Grinch as well. Oh, yes. The, the, yeah. oh, I suppose the Grinch is an all-cartoon, but some of those classic – oh, we're going to a whole different episode we'll have to cover is <laughs> classic Christmas shows and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but some really popular ones now with the kids. I know my nephews, I've got – four nephews between the ages of um, four and nine, um, brother and sister have have a couple each. Um, Paw Patrol's super popular um, and I did Max, Chase, got to try and remember all their names. I had them all memorised <laughs> last Christmas. Um, and the other, Bluey, that's a super mm-hmm. popular one on ABC. Um, some of those shows really accessible like on ABC or or you can just jump on YouTube and watch a couple episodes to get the feel of what the show is and who the characters are. Um, if you've got a wet Sunday afternoon and not much to do, watch a couple of cartoons. Um, PJ Masks is another one. There's, I can remember the characters. There's um, Catboy, Gecko, and it's not Batgirl. It's uh, forgotten the third one. Anyway, so there's three yeah, you're characters doing, in You're that. doing better than me. Like That's probably something I need to jump on because... Yeah, whenever a kid asks for Paw Patrol or PJ Masks, I, I I play along. But, yeah, I probably need to get my head around some of those characters. You're doing well there. So, um, they're, yeah, they're I good think- fun. Like I said, Sunday afternoon when it's wet or cold and, you know, make a cup of tea, watch a few cartoons. And when your significant other says, what are you doing? You just say, I'm just doing research. I'm doing research for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going backwards in age. I'm not starting to watch cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that I, I haven't seen yet, but I know is really popular amongst um, my nephews and, and um, my girlfriend's nieces is How to Train Your Dragon and mm. the dragon kind of 
story and, and um, they got uh, dragons for Christmas. And so uh, that's another really popular popular uh, movie for, for kids of that age, maybe like six, seven kind of kind of age group. But um, yeah, How to Train Your Dragon, keep that one in your on your hot list. And also the most obvious one at the moment uh, is Frozen. Yeah. Um, last year where my Santa set was was directly below a cinema. So behind where I sit was a set of lifts that went up to a cinema and Frozen got released, I think it was mid-December. And so we would get so many kids coming up in their Elsa and their, uh, what's that sister's name? Elsa and... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That, you, that's... Uh, there's probably listeners who are like, I know exactly what it is. Um, but they would, they would come to see Santa first and they'd be dressed up in their, their, uh, their frozen costumes, boys and girls in, in, their, in the, the costumes. Yeah. And then they're like, Santa, we're just going to see Frozen. Or Santa, we've just seen Frozen. And you're like, oh, how was it? Can you sing me a song? And they'd be like, let it go, let it go. <laughs> That's always a highlight when I hear them sing those those songs. But, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and Santa sings along too. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Frozen Frozen 2, when that came out, yeah, I was ready. I was ready for that. Um, that <laughs> so, like, because I think we've, we always get Elsa's coming through, but like, when Frozen Two came out, I was like, "Yeah, let's let's prepare for even more Elsas." And the dress had changed too. I don't know if you noticed, but last year, like, no. for, like she wears a different dress in Frozen Two, and so obviously they sold were selling that dress um, as a as a Christmas toy, you know. And um, so it was hard to sometimes pick up whether whether Elsa or there was something else. Um, yep. So yeah, Elsa but, or someone else. Yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah. Well, Anna's the sister. Anna, that's the one. She's, Anna. she's the redhead, and Elsa's the the blonde sister. That's that's the best way. And I think Elsa's the light blue dress, and Anna's the like a purple with red hair. So you can kind of start to say, "Oh, you're Anna, you're Elsa." Yes. Um, and then there's Olaf, which is the snowman, which is the the best character, I reckon. Oh yeah, hilarious. He's like hilarious. a Santa. He's like likes warm hugs and is like a bit uh, not daft, but a bit like excited to see everyone and and a good. Uh, Good friend. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. So I think we've covered uh, There's no other ones coming to mind for me, TV show, movie wise, but um, we were speaking about Minecraft earlier. You know, that's, that's another one. I always see kids coming through with Minecraft shirts and um, Minecraft's always going to be popular with younger kids. And I guess we're kind of moving into that gaming technology side. We've spoken a bit about Fortnite, a little bit about Minecraft, um, gaming, you know, this year, in particular, I'm pretty sure, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the new generation consoles are going to be released or getting close to release. Yeah, well, they were originally going to be released by now already, but obviously with the pandemic, with the production slowed down because um, a lot of these pieces are made in parts of Asia and parts of um, you know Southeast Asia that a lot of those businesses have slowed down. So between mm. people not being able to go to the shops um, and also not being able to make the supply, they've pushed them both back to Christmas, which for a console is not a bad time to uh, to release. Usually they would not release them middle of the year so that the games could come out and people could be ready to, you know, pick up all the new games by Christmas. But um, 
It's a PlayStation 5 and the Xbox X, which is a bit of a clunky name, I think, um, will come out in the <laughs> in the weeks leading up to Christmas. So be ready for lots of kids asking for the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, one thing I got a lot last year was kids asking for a Fitbit or a Garmin, the yep. GPS watch, GPS yep. tracker, um, which I was a little bit interested about because... You know, some of them would, would do a lot of exercise with their parents or they wasn't sure if they wanted it as the watch just because it was a cool item. I don't know if you had much mm. experience with kids asking you for Garmin's or, or Yeah, Fitbits. it was quite a lot last year and the year before. And I look, I actually think it's coming from the parents. I think they, they saw all their mums and dads or, you know, older people wearing Fitbits and Garmin's and, and mm. seeing that as a, you know, oh, I want to be, you know, I want to be cool. I want to be an adult. Um, yeah, they yeah. probably wouldn't have much use for it, a lot of them, especially because a lot of them need to be linked to phones and, you know, you'd hope that a 10-year-old or under wouldn't have access to a phone. Um, but, you know, I think, yeah, I think we'll see that again this year. Um, maybe not as much. I think certainly the, the, the popularity has probably decreased a little bit. But I think yep. we'll st- still see it. I mean, the other one on top of that is an Apple Watch as well. So for some of those older kids, oh, they, yeah, they want Apple Watches or Apple AirPods. Oh, my gosh. When You got those a lot? I, did, oh, I didn't get as many this year. Heaps, heaps and heaps and heaps. Everyone wanted AirPods. Um, and, like, oh, just, yeah, so many. Uh, and, you know, I, I get it. I get, I get why they were popular. I personally, not a Santa, but I personally have like a vendetta as a teacher <laughs> against AirPods, right? Because kids can get away with wearing them a little bit more sneakily in class. And yeah. you can talk, yep. find a kid in the yard and he's got them in or she's got them in. You can't um, tell if they're even listening to you or if they're listening to music, you know? Um, <laughs> so it was funny. Like I would get, um, I, but a Santa obviously, I'm like, oh yeah, of course, you know, I'll have a look into it. Um but oh, like it annoyed me on the inside, you know. <laughs> After you know ten requests about AirPods, I think I was like ready for a break. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I still prefer wired ones because I'm I, lo- I had a pair of what well, AirPods, different Bluetooth headphones, and I lost the case. And I'm yeah. like, with just wired ones, I'm much less likely to lose the headphones in general. So I kind of stick to those because I'm I'm a sucker for losing stuff. So. Um, if I yeah. can't, if I can lose them, I don't know how kids aren't going to lose a two hundred dollars set of headphones in the first oh. four days. And they do, trust me, they do. <laughs> uh, as a teacher, I'm I'm well aware how many they lose and how many they just leave behind in class and don't think to ask. <laughs> I literally have to go and find them and give it back. Like they, you know, um, oh. some some kids have this attitude of, oh well, I'll just get another pair, you know, and don't really see the money value of them, so. Yeah, um, but <laughs> we're starting to sound like grumpy old, you know, like, yeah. um, not the purpose we should have, of this. We should have called the podcast Grumpy Old Santas instead of <laughs> Santa Banter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another thing, like talking about the headphones, um, another thing you're probably really likely to hear from kids that are um, sort of 9, 10, 11 is asking for recording equipment for a video camera mm. for... Um, uh, microphones for things to record, um, record whether it's not so much podcasts like this, but well, I was going um, to say, well, maybe this podcast will become 
so popular with kids around the world that want to know <laughs> the ends of being a Santa that maybe that that's what they want to start up their own, you know, Santa podcasts. And that's this year's with their trend. Friends. Yeah. yeah this, that's this year's trend. <laughs> we'll set the trend, Dave. Um, but, a, but a lot of kids are watching, obviously, YouTube more so than television or, yes. or various other social medias and watching the video games that they like, people streaming. Um, recording them playing these video games and watching them back for things like we mentioned, Minecraft, Fortnite, um, Overwatch, and even more basic things like uh, Animal Crossing, which is another um, popular game at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and Animal Crossing is like a, you can have your own little island and you can build things and sell things and it's it's not a very competitive game in terms of, you know, like a sports game or like a shooting game. It's a bit more kind of... Relaxing, I think. I haven't played it personally, but from all of the the clips I've seen, so yeah, kids wanting to um, emulate their favourite streamers and YouTubers, um, yeah, and making their own content, which is exciting, and they get to learn the skills of editing and production and, and all these things at an early age. And but um, probably skills that will set become, that up could be quite handy in the future. You know, like I think I think that absolutely a great idea to get. I mean, obviously there's the um, there's always the discussion about how old kids should be before they're uploading things to the internet. And um, that age is 13 for anyone that wants to know that, but the, um, and the safety of the internet. But I think as, as, as parents and, and carers, it's not a bad idea to kind of jump along on that, um, that, you know, bandwagon, I guess about vlogging and um, because the, the skills that they'll pick up on editing and uh, would be so mm. handy in the future, I think. Um you know, it all lends itself to, to I guess, eventually maybe coding or whatever because it's all playing with computers and playing with, you know, technology. And um, yep. so, yeah, I think it's such an awesome trend. And, yeah, you're right. You know, people just, they the kids want to become the next, they think that, they think that it's going to be a career for them. Um, they see these YouTubers making millions of dollars and, and yeah. um, you know, there's YouTubers out there that make more than movie stars, right? And so the kids want to be that next they want to do that as a job, as a job, and fair enough, uh, because if, if we could, you know, it's not the easiest job for sure. Like you, you talk, see YouTubers talking about this mm. stuff, but um, you know, if they were to ever become successful, that's what they think they're going to do. They think they're going to be millionaires based on YouTube. So push them along that, let them dream a little bit, um, and <laughs> yeah, get them some recording equipment and get them those skills. Um, so I think, yeah, I think we'll see some some more requests for that kind of stuff this year uh, and yeah. continuing on every year. I think we're going to see that become more popular because YouTube, like, as you said before, it's all kids know. They don't really watch TV as much anymore. Mm. It's really, a really good analogy for that is what a lot of people think of sports people. Like everyone, mm. as you grow up, I want to play cricket for Australia. I want to play for an AFL team. I want to go to the Olympics, but we know that only a very select group of people ever make it and then a small select succeed and a small select of those will make the big bucks. And it's kind of the same with um, online content. There's, you know, everyone can do it. Everyone can play local footy. Everyone can do athletics. Everyone can swim. Um, but it takes all of those things to line up um, to get a bit of a following, to get good, and then to be those top people. And some of the videos... A couple of these I've watched myself. There's, there's a couple of guys called from Perth called Dude Perfect, who's a really yes. popular one amongst some um, upper primary. And their whole thing is they take 
they throw things off things. And that sounds oh, a bit rough, but they talk, go to like... We're talking about um, not do perfect. That is uh, 44 Club. It is... Um, how ridiculous. How ridiculous. Oh, sorry, how ridiculous. Yeah, do perfect, but do They're perfect to the other popular ones too. Do perfect uh, like a bunch of, uh, of guys in America that um, do sports-related uh, stunts and and things like that. So they're really popular with the kids yeah. too. Do perfect and yeah, how ridiculous this year I think will be. Um, maybe even like they they might inspire a whole like science trend this year because a lot of what they do is they they yeah like you were saying they drop things off a building and see what happens to it. Um, and that's very throwing science watermelons gravity, off you know. a building onto. A tr- Sorry, Dave. Yeah. I- Go. My apologies. Oh uh, yeah. That's okay. Um, yeah, so they, yeah, they're throwing things off off the buildings and seeing, you know, I guess what gravity does to them. And um, so I think we might see a science trend this year, even because of those guys, and they're going to be really popular. They've grown up, they've grown in in popularity a lot uh, over the past year. Uh, and being Australian too, I think we'll see see that happen. And I think teachers are also playing their videos in class, which helps too. That's so, yeah. Cool. So how ridiculous! That's that's they'll they'll be good ones for this year. Couple other popular ones. Um, there's that then have toys attached to them. Um, for younger kids, there's one called Ryan's World, and they've got like a mm. he's got like an egg, kind of like the LOLs that you put in water and it cracks and things come out of. Um, he's got a few toys for the younger kind of kids. Jojo Siwa has got a huge range. She's I think she's 17 or 18 or 19. She's kind of in that age, but her videos and things are for like. 12, 13, 14 year olds. Yeah, well, um, she started when she really was bright about colors. 12 oh. years old, I think. Um, she started with the, I think, mm. put, as long, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she was like the JoJo bows. She was famous for designing these bows. Um, and they were a huge hit, um, yeah, five, six years ago. And now she's yeah, a popular right. social media and YouTuber. And yeah. And it's, and it's as much as just recognizing the names because you might not have to go, you don't have to necessarily watch them. It's worth, having a look at their YouTube page, but as long as you recognize the names for all of the things that we've mentioned, if you kind of hear someone ask for a Minecraft or a Jojo Siwa or a um, LOL or, um, you know, PJ Masks, you're at least recognizing the name from a child is half the thing. Rather, You don't have to talk about what no. you know of it, but asking the kids questions of these Things and they'll happily like if you've got the time, they'll happily tell you all about their favorite um, Paw Patrol character or, or what um, you know Harry Potter house they're in or, or Pokemon or all these things, and you can just learn from them. But recognize these names that we've uh, thrown a few out that we've, um, yeah. we've done we've, our research. We've thrown quite a lot out today. I think um, <laughs> like information overload to a point, but. Um, <laughs> It's stuff. I mean, we came up with all these names and, and things from from literally from our experience, I guess. Um, and and talking to to people like teachers and parents and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, this it's good to yeah, like you said, know the names and then you can kind of wing it from yep. there. Um, to to a point, you know, you can definitely improvise with the names and. And certainly sometimes, like I said before, it's sometimes in that suit, you struggle to hear kids. And so if you can even pick up, like if they say poor, you know, oh, they're probably talking about Paw Patrol, you know. Um, yep. So at least that helps too. It helps you have that, even have conversations with kids. 
And it, and if they're not sure, you can kind of look at sometimes they'll have a Paw Patrol T-shirt or a dinosaur T-shirt and asking them, oh, what's your favourite dinosaur? Do you want a dinosaur for Christmas, a T-Rex or a Triceratops? And using that as a line of questioning what they're wearing on their tops because obviously that's something that their parents are probably supportive of them being into yes. or they're already into, hence why their parents bought them that. So you can, you know, you don't want to just throw out, oh, uh, do you like Minecraft? Well, my sister's kids aren't allowed to have Minecraft at the house, yeah. uh, which I learned yesterday because my sister doesn't like the fact there's no time limit on the game. Mm. So, you know, it's it's a game that just you build things and it keeps continuing and continuing. Whereas if you play time. a... Exactly. Whereas you play some other games and it's like you play a round of yeah. X game, then they say one more game, whereas Minecraft... So she's like, oh, I'm not going to let them play just yet because there's no time limit on it. Um, interesting, interesting. So using, yeah. yeah, I was surprised because I'm like, of all the games to not buy for the for her um, seven year old nephew, Minecraft would be one that I would think is a safe enough game well, that you're used not going to get too much. It's used in schools for teaching. Like the the stuff that they can learn on Minecraft is huge. There's so much potential mm. there. Um, but I get that point as well as a parent. I guess like. You can't just say, or one round of, you know, you can't, if to a seven-year-old, you can't say half an hour of Minecraft because they don't really have a proper concept of time, you know? And I get it. <laughs> As an old Minecraft player myself from like five years ago, I I get it. You could easily drain three, four, <laughs> five, seven, ten, twenty-four hours into a, into a game, you know? Like, yeah. So, interesting. <laughs> interesting. But you, have I mean, you, you mentioned, Dave? sorry, what was that? Have you seen the the video of the guy who rebuilt the MCG in Minecraft? Yeah. Yeah, how cool, uh, right? I'll post that as a link on our Facebook page once the episode comes out. It's impressive. It's incredible. Yeah. People do some amazing things on Minecraft. It's really um and for for the kids, you know, we're basically developing future architects and, you know, for mm. the the counting purposes, you know, like the blocks and counting and learning even like different types of Different types of blocks, you know, and how, you know, yeah. Anyway, this is just, it is a very clever game and very <laughs> subtle education, um, I guess, uses for it as well. Mm. Um, but you mentioned before, uh, like, you can't just, you know, point out, you know, to a kid, like, oh, do you want Minecraft for Christmas? Uh, because the parents might not allow it or, or whatever. I think that's just generally a good... I've always found to be a good kind of way of going about Santa is not putting presents out there, not going, you know, oh, yep. I know what you want for Christmas. You want a Barbie, right? Because especially... As in a Barbie doll, not a Weber for some smoked meats. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, you know, I, I remember um, this is before I was a Santa um, when I was going to one of the sets and talking to um, one of the people that ran the sets and they just had an upset, um, you know, child come through because the Santa had said, oh, I know what you want. You want a Barbie for Christmas. And uh, and she didn't. And, you know, and so, and that wasn't even on the on the, the discussion of, you know, what's appropriate nowadays, I guess, in, the, in a progressive society. Um and and so myself as a Santa had someone a kid come through last year who'd been to see another Santa um, in the same vicinity. So I won't say where, but in the same vicinity as as I was. It wasn't one of you know it wasn't someone that I worked with. 
Um, but he, he'd been told that he couldn't have a Barbie. He asked for a Barbie and he was told that he couldn't have one. And that was a girl's toy. Right. And, and so I think, yeah, right. I think it's really important for us to remember that we're Santa and no matter what our beliefs are, um, or what we, you know, what we, we think is right or wrong. Um, it's really important that Santa would probably want the kid to be happy. And if they want a Barbie, they can have a Barbie. Right. And, and rightfully so mm. as well. But, um, you know, I think uh, I made that family's day just because I told him he could have a Barbie, right? Because, um, the, mm. the mum had come up to me beforehand and said, Hey, can you make sure that he can have a Barbie? You say he can have a Barbie because I said, of course, you know, like, um, but it happens. And, you know, I think it's really, really, um, a good point that we don't assume what kids want. And yep. I, I guess a safe gender neutral bet is if you really are struggling to have a conversation and they don't know what they want for Christmas, um, you either say, oh, okay, I know what you want. You want a surprise or you, you have a bit of a joke, depending on their age. You say, oh, I, I know what you want. You want a sack of coal, right? Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you want a potato, you want a, you know, you, you want a, um, you want a piece of paper and a pen. Uh, but, um, a good one is always Lego as well. Cause Lego is gender neutral. Yep. Kids usually want it, whether, you know, whether that's been in the list or not. Um, so it's a safe one to go with if you are going to suggest presents. Um, I would also add in Play-Doh and a bike. Yes. Those three are like for, for kids of all ages. Um, mm. You know, everybody at some point has gotten Play-Doh, Lego and a bike for Christmas. Yeah. Whether it's a big present or a little present. Um, but I think that's so important. Just, it's not even so much because of, yeah, any, any personal beliefs or any kind of things you may or may not agree with. It's more, you want the kid to go away. Like you said, having the best experience with Santa and Santa is this real character. And if Santa tells you that, no, you can't have that because you're a girl, uh, or no, that Santa doesn't think that's a good present then that kid is less likely to engage with Santa in the future, yeah. making it harder for other Santas, making it harder for parents and ruining the Christmas magic a little bit. Uh, and part of what we want to do is it's not just for us in the moment. We spoke about a couple of episodes ago, um, part of the magic is when people look at the Santa photo, they think of how special you made them feel. But it's also making Santa next year's job easier by making the kid feel so special and so excited and so believing in the character and the magic of Santa that can't wait to go back and visit next year. And it could be the difference of a certain age between believing next year or not believing next year. And that then affects the parents, it affects their siblings, it affects their friends, it affects you know, the whole range of things by just trying to give this kid the most like jaw-dropping experience each time they come to visit. Yeah, that's that's it. And that's what we're there for. Um so yeah, I think I think we've we've hit the nail on the head there is just giving them the best experience ever. And if that means that you have to put down your own personal beliefs or whatever, because you are Santa at the end of the day, um yeah, go with some of those safe bets or or don't don't make assumptions on the kids. Uh, I think it's important. Um, so, I mean, speak, we're, we're going to wrap up now. We've been talking for quite a long time today because there's so we much, you know, toys are huge. 
Um, I thought maybe we could uh, have a quick, like, you know, guess or discussion, um, maybe about what this year's, because, um, you know, as a Santa, we, we give away gifts sometimes. And we were talking last week about me getting a BB gun um, from the Santa in the castle. Um, and yeah, I'm, you know, some of the, the best gifts I've given away in the past, uh, um, at the shopping centers, I remember we, we've given away like, you know, make it yourself Rudolph out of wood, um, which was always That's really cool. cool. Um, books are always a good one because the, the books are always a good one, except for, I have seen again, gendered books and I don't think that's a good idea. Find like gender neutral books, yep. you know? Um, what else? Uh, also, it's easy because you can just have one book for everybody rather than having to give yes. certain books out. Yeah, That's of the course. biggest thing, I think, with that. Of course. But like, uh, we had a great little colouring book with, oh, sorry, a colour, a shoe bag, like a string shoe bag um, that you could colour in. So we had a few different designs, one with Santa, one with reindeer, one with North Pole. So that was a very, really like a practical one, but also mm. particularly if kids are walking around with presents and, and their parents, their parents are like, oh, great, another little bag to put things in. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. if you're doing a Santa yourself, you want to steer away from candy and food related things because of allergies and some parents allowing sugar things and some not. So staying away from food and, and snacks is a, I think is a, uh, you know, good start if yes. possible. Yes. And, and also you've got to be careful with that one. I remember one year um, uh, as a Santa, we, there was a promotion that we were giving away um, some chocolate uh, from a, it was a promotion thing. And I ended one day with chocolate all over my suit <laughs> uh, from, from kids, because what would happen was that the kids would like, so obviously it was there for them afterwards, but what would happen? The parent would come over and go, Oh, can you give him one of those? Because he'll be happy and he'll smile for the, for the camera. You know, yeah. I'd end up with chocolate over, over myself. So yeah, stay away from, <laughs> stay away from like food items. Um, I think some really other good, um, toys are always, or gifts are always ones that are kind of like good for any age. Um, because, yep. you know, coloring books are great for those, you know, three to seven, eight year olds, but you know, at 11, 12 year olds, not going to be so great. So, um, I love, uh, hats and baubles and things like that, that are, are good for all ages. Mm. DIY Something kits. to put on your Christmas tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The baubles are always a good one, but yeah, DIY kits, like, you know, ones that like with little kids, they can do with their parents and for the older ones, they can yep. do it themselves. Um, hats, yeah, hats are a classic. Um, yeah, things like that. What do you think we'll see this year? What do you think some of the popular ones at some of the shopping centres or at the markets or as San- you know, private centres will will be giving out? What do you think will be popular? Well, we had a we were chatting before we hit record, and uh, we were thinking maybe maybe masks might be a popular one this year. You yeah. know, some Santa. Some elf themes, some Rudolph, some you know um, mistletoe. I think that if if the way things are going with COVID nineteen, and if uh, you know we're still in the middle of it, um, Christmas themes mask. I definitely will order a couple as we get closer to Christmas, regardless. Yeah. Um, so that might be a, a practical and, and relatively inexpensive. Um, yeah, an expensive one that people will be will be needing. So absolutely, it's one know. one that but, could provide safety, or you know, during the Santa session or or whatever. Or yeah, um, but also like the people will yep. wear them, you know, and wear them around. And if the you know shop uh, shopping centres or markets or whatever it is, 
could get a bit of promo going here, you know. You've got free promotion. You've got kids <laughs> well, wearing your mask with your logo on or whatever, you know. We'll get some Santa banter podcast ones oh. made up and uh, maybe give out a few, I think, as, as some gifts to listeners. What a, um, what a perfect idea. <laughs> and I'll wear one to, to my work at the hospital as well for bring some Christmas cheer. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think that's a great now, idea. If, yeah. If, uh, as we're wrapping up, um, check out our socials. The, you'll, you'll hear our uh, what they are in a second. But if you've got any particular great stories that you might have uh, encountered while being a Santa or, or as you remember as a kid of of kids asking for something really odd or um, interesting notes about some toys from your time as being a Santa, uh, send us an email, santabanterpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we're probably going to do down the track a um, an email episode where we um, have a chat through some of the emails. Mm. And Dave, I reckon we do a follow-up toy episode when we get to about October, start of November of when we've got a bit more of an idea on firstly how Christmas is going to look for Santas, but also when the new uh, new toys and new presents start to get announced and yeah, and, and just, uh, what just we general, expect. Just general trends might change. You know, this year is is so far a completely different year to any other year. And so by by Christmas time, we could be talking about completely different toys and or things that may become popular on the internet because of COVID or. Um, you know, we might actually have more kids watching YouTube than we would have expected. So more mm. of those. Yeah. So, um, I think, yeah, it'll be really interesting to, to talk about it right before that Santa season about what's going to be the popular things. Yeah. Now, Dave, as we wrap up, uh, one last question. Yeah. What would be your dream Christmas present this year for you? Ooh. What would you want Santa to bring you this year? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, look, musical instruments, just uh, just any musical instruments would be good. Um, a PlayStation 5 would be great. Thanks, Santa. Um, just, you know, some, maybe even just this year, hell, I'll, just some relaxing like bath salts or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what about you, Jason? Well, I think uh, this year I would really like to get a, uh, I was going to say some more hair on my head and, and I've just had to shave my beard <laughs> off today for work. So um, it sounds really cheesy, but it would be great to have a vaccine for COVID um, mm. so we can all start to get back to normal. Um, but also I would love uh, anything Carlton memorabilia merchandise. <laughs> um, I'm a bit of a sucker for that. So um, all right. I'm sure Santa we'll put will out keep our that Christmas in mind. List <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the Santas, all Santas now heard our Christmas, and we should get at least one of them from the Santas. I, I look forward to taking a delivery of guitars, <laughs> Dave. Thanks for another week of Santa banter. Yes, no, thank you. And uh, as we do every week, let's uh, let's end with a bit of a ho ho ho. All right, here we go. <laughs> one, two. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> we'll chat next week. All right. Cheers. See you next week. If you'd like to get in touch, we are Santa Banter Podcast at gmail.com or search Santa Banter Podcast on Facebook or Instagram.